When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Luthier Steve Wilson has turned a craft of building banjos into a successful bluegrass band, Wilson Banjo Company. Steve is my guest on this next edition of Americana Music Profiles. Thanks for tuning in to Americana Music Profiles. It's Season 3, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine in print and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com online. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's join in on another great conversation with one of the Americana Music Industry's super talented artists. Hi, Steve. Welcome to the podcast this afternoon. Hey, Greg. Thanks for having me. Yeah, good to talk to you. So we were we yeah, were absolutely. talking a couple minutes before we, we got started here about uh, uh, where you're from. You're currently based in South Carolina, but you've kind of bounced around the country a little bit before you ended up there, right? Yeah, I've been all over the place. We're in Westminster, South Carolina now, and and uh, my childhood. I mean, I was I started out in Virginia and, and ended up out in Casper, Wyoming, for about eight years out there, and back to New York. And then uh, when I got out of high school, I went. In the service, and I ended up uh, out in California, up to Connecticut, and then back down to Virginia again. And then when I got out of the service, I ended up in Nashville, and uh, then went back to New York. And while I was in Nashville, we played a show in Westminster, South Carolina, and I decided, <laughs> you know what? I said, that's where I'm going to go. Wow, <laughs> so that's okay. where I'm at now. <laughs> <laughs> so you really have kind of done the uh, the big tour. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think we're I think we're finally home now. Well, lots of times when, uh, well, actually, most of the time when 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 I talk to folks on the podcast, it's um, you know we're we're talking about their music, which of course we, we want to do that. But uh, you know, one of the questions I always try to get to is so uh, so you know what else do you do? Because lot you know, as we know, everybody's getting rich in bluegrass, so you have to have another job to <laughs> pay for the limo. Um, but it sounds yeah, like it's a limo, it's, right. right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, it sounds like it's a little bit different for you in that um, you know you've got uh, uh, Wilson banjos and the band, if I read correctly, was was kind of uh, you kind of did it backwards. The the band supported the the banjos versus the banjos supporting the band. Is it did I get that right? Well, yeah, kind of. the The band was kind of just uh, something that sprouted off of building banjos, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I used to build guitars for Gibson when I was in when I was in Nashville. I built art piece guitars. Okay, cool. And then once I got away from there, I I kept building a couple guitars and and being a banjo player, I decided I wanted to build a banjo, so I did that and and it came out real good. And I liked it. And then some guy, I was at a festival one time. A guy asked me what I was playing, and I said, "Well, just a banjo I built." And he says, "Well, I got to have that thing," so he ended up <laughs> buying it from me. So I had to build another one. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's cool. So, kind of went from there. How did Go you ahead. personally get into music before all of that? Well, my my dad's always been into into music. He plays a lot of uh, old classic country stuff, and he had a country band when I was when I was real little. 
uh, he was in the bluegrass as well. My my uncle, well, his uncle, which would be my second uncle or whatever you want to call, um, and his son were in the bluegrass real heavy. So mm-hmm. dad would take me up every once in a while, and we'd sit around and pick with them. And and uh, I started playing guitar probably when I was I don't know maybe eight or nine years old. Oh, okay. And then I picked up a banjo when I was maybe. Oh, 12, 13, I learned just a few things on it, and then I hit the high school years and never touched it again. <laughs> <laughs> Got into running around and, you know, doing the high school thing. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I never picked it up again and wasn't really around it much, went in the service, and once I got out of the service, I was in my late 20s, and then uh, kind of just wanted to touch base back with that again and see what it was like, and mm-hmm. so I started picking the banjo back up and learning, and and then when I moved to Nashville, it was all over the place. So then I was hooked, and that was it. Yeah. So I've been really playing steady since I was, you know, almost thirty. How did the uh, How did the gig at Gibson come about for you? Well, I when I first moved down there, I was actually I'm a carpenter by trade. I, I'm a, okay. in building trades, and uh, and when I first went down there, I was in the carpenters union, and they didn't have a whole lot of work at the time when I transferred down there, so I had some off time, and I was working for a deck company, and then somebody had told me that they had an opening in the pro shop over at the custom art division. Hmm. So I said, well, I don't know how to build guitars, but I'm going to go over and apply. So I yeah. went over there and <laughs> applied for the job and interviewed, and I was a pattern maker in the Navy, which was, uh, you know, fine woodworking. And um, so they were really interested in my, my skills in that matter, and they said, well, we want you to get in here and start building some guitars and see what you can do. So I said, sure, I'll do it. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, okay. So I was kind of lucked into it, really. And was that a full-time thing for you for a while? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And then I, uh, while I was there, I met a, a fellow that was working next to me. He was named Bruce Kunkel. He's an amazing artist and, and guitar builder. Mm-hmm. And he started teaching me how to do inlay and how to do carvings and and stuff like that, and pretty soon I was just building art piece guitars, and that was it. And how, I just absolutely loved it. How long were you there? Um, I don't remember exactly, but it wasn't too long. It was probably three years, okay, something like that. Okay. Did so when you when you got out of that, what was next for you? Um, I got out of that. My dad had gotten sick um, in the early two thousands. And he was up in New York State, and my, my kids were really young. And uh, so we decided we'd go ahead and head back up to New York State and spend some time up there. And and uh, so we ended up going back up there. And I, I got into, I started my own business and got back into the construction field again. And, and that's what I've been doing ever since, is, is uh, back into the construction field again. So you, you're still doing that as well as running the banjo company? That's my day job. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I have a construction company, Wilson Contracting. Yeah. Sure. Okay. And we do we do a lot of remodeling and stuff like that. So. How how many uh, banjos do you get to build throughout the year? Not too many. I don't I don't build an inventory of banjos or or nothing like that. I build I build one at a time, and usually I'll just build one for myself. And then if somebody uh, ends up wanting it, then I sell it to them, or and then I'll build another one. Um, as a matter of fact, the last one that I built was called the Guardian. Um, I met up with uh, Dale Perry over at the uh, uh, festival over there, Boxcar Premium Festival uh-huh. over in Tennessee. Uh-huh. 
I met up with him over there, and he played it back in the green room there, and he said he wanted to play it up on his on stage for his, his second set. And I said, absolutely, go right ahead. So, <laughs> so he took it up there and played it, and he says, yeah, he says, i got to have this banjo. Oh, that's says, cool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so he's playing that one now, and he won't put it down. Yeah, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's cool. So the uh, one in the works right now. So. And, and is that one kind of going to be the same? Are you building that for someone, or is that uh, kind of going to no, be the I'm same drill? This one for me, and, and then if it goes away, it goes away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, that's kind of fun. You, you, you kind of hard to get attached to an instrument when you do it that way, though, isn't it? Yeah, but I enjoy doing it so much that that it actually inspires me to come up with a new model and a new you know something different. Yeah, uh, the banjo that I'm playing now is kind of the prototype of the one that I'm building. You know, I took and went through a whole bunch of different parts that I had and tried out different tone rings and and whatnot, and just threw together a banjo uh, just to kind of see what I want the next one to be, the next model. Right. And uh, so I, I made up an inlay design. I got all the pearl cut and and I came up with the the formula that I want to take for the for the next banjo. So I'm okay. really looking forward to getting this next one done. About how long does it take? Do you do you just jump in and build it, or is it you kind of pace yourself with it? I really pace myself. I I work on it when I have time. Yeah. And uh, weekends or nights or whatever. And if I'm if I'm in the mood and everything's going real well, then I just keep right on going. But if you know things are on my mind and it's just not going real well, then I stop and I'll yeah. pick it up later. And yeah. I don't put a timeline on it. Okay. Yeah. And and so I think I read where we uh, you said that the band was kind of a way to promote the the banjos. Tell me about the band. Well, what happened was we we built the last model, which was the Guardian, the one that Dale Perry has, and I did a five song CD uh, to kind of get that banjo out there and kind of let people hear, you know, what was yeah. what the sound was. Okay, you know, uh-huh. so we did that five song CD called the Guardian. And it got just all kinds of great reviews, and people were loving the the sound of the you know the that we were putting together. Yeah. So um, we started getting people asking, you know, when are you guys going to be playing out? When are you going to be playing out? Well, it was just a bunch of friends of mine that I got together <laughs> to do the CD. Yeah. And uh, I said, well, I guess we ought to just go ahead and put a band together. So I I bunch of guys that I was picking with. I said, well, let's let's go out and play some. And they said, all right, let's do that. So, yeah, that's cool. So it turned into Wilson Bridge Company, the band. <laughs> <laughs> and are, how often do you get to play now with with the band? Are, you you have some sort of touring schedule, or is it kind of one of those things again? When you when you can, you do. Oh, we've got actually quite a few dates coming up on the on the books. We've got uh, we'll be down to Mossy Oak Bluegrass Park for the Daughters of Bluegrass Festival. Okay, yeah. In Georgia, April twentieth, we'll be on Song of the Mountains in Virginia. On May 6th. Sure, yeah, with Tim White. Yep. Uh, we'll be up in Pennsylvania at the uh, NEPA Festival uh, with Danny Stewart's Festival. We'll be up there in June. Um, Quinched Mountain in Gate City, Virginia. We'll be up there in June. Um, so, I mean, as dates come, we're, we're kind of filling up the schedule a little bit. We're actually working on an album right now that's for the band. Okay. For the band job. <laughs> <laughs> So, so is that the, we're really excited about. Yeah, so that's, so, that's been going great. So the band is official now. You you've got official band members, and and you're putting together an official band album, right? <laughs> there you go. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this album that we've been working on, we're we're uh, 
been in the studio working on that, and it's been a lot of fun because we've got a lot of original music on that. We've got eight original tunes on there. Um, we've got a couple that I've written, and uh, we've got Brink Brinkman's. I've got a song from him, one from Dave Carroll, uh, one from Edgar Loudermilk, one from Mike Bentley, one from Jim Woolsey. Oh, cool. One from Barbie Blank and Chip Owens. Yeah. Uh, we've just been reaching out to a few people and getting some material from them, and, and it's just been great stuff that's fit our band great. So we've been we've been working on that hard and hoping hoping early summer we can get that thing done and get it out there. Okay, so that's a, that's a project that you anticipate to be out really soon. Then I'm hoping so. Yeah, we've, we've got a lot a uh, lot accomplished on it. We've got a little ways to go yet, but I'm hoping early summer we can have that out. When you all are, are out playing now, is that the material that you're playing? Uh, we're working that material up to be playing that in the upcoming shows, yeah. Okay. We want to be playing the new material, yeah. So what kind of music are you, you know, guys playing currently? You mentioned the, the five-song EP that you had earlier. I'm guessing that might be some of it. Are you doing uh, some originals that you haven't used yet or cover tunes? What, what's the what's the music look like for you guys when you're out now? It's pretty much just cover tunes right now. Um, as the band's, you know, getting things together and, and learning, you know, each other's each other's music and um, and styles. It's a lot of cover stuff. Um, we are doing some stuff off of the old album, uh, a couple tunes, and we are doing. We've you know, played a few shows here in the past few months where we've done a couple of the songs that are on the, on the uh, the new album. Uh, one of the Dave Carroll song we've doing been doing that one lately, mm-hmm. and uh, there's another old tune I can't remember. Danny Paisley did it a lot, and I can't remember the writer's name on that one, but uh, another tune that we've been doing. We're trying to, trying to pick stuff that you're not hearing, you know, every day. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Stuff that really fits our fits our style. So. And what do you what do you consider your style? What uh, how would you how would you um, define that? Well, we've got it's a traditional sound with a with a good solid drive to it, um, and with our our fiddle player, she's added a, a new element to the that's kind of brought us into a uh, I don't know how to explain it. There's a couple songs that we're doing that almost have a kind of a Cajun feel to it. She's got an old timey cool. um, style, a little bit in there that that adds a really cool element to the rhythm, and mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's changing the sound a little bit. I'm I really dig it. Yeah, <laughs> that's really awesome. cool. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So it, it it sounds like it's probably a little more leaning towards the contemporary than than traditional. Um, I would say it's I would say it's on. A little heavier on the traditional side, with okay. a contemporary touch. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because there's nothing we don't get too too crazy and out there. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of keep it between the lines. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where I just I really really love the you know the traditional bluegrass music. So yeah, <laughs> don't stray too far. <laughs> Where where do you see this going? What what kind of have you thought it through? Like where where would you like to be with this in a year and five years? You know, is um, uh, full time. Don't really have a goal. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't really have a goal. No. Um, I'm just the people that we've got together are just really fun musicians, great musicians, and fun people to be around, and we're really enjoying what we're doing. Uh-huh. So we're not really gonna 
not really going to for something in particular. We're just going to kind of keep playing, keep it fun, and if it goes in the, you know in that kind of a direction, we'll bring great. If it doesn't, that's fine too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know? That's cool. We just really want to play music and enjoy enjoy each other. Really. Yeah. You know? Sure. Sure. Yeah. When you guys are putting together your original material, uh, who is it a collective thing, or are you doing primarily the songwriting? Um, there's a couple songs on there that I wrote. Um, I actually had some help from Edgar Loudermilk on one of them. Yeah, cool. And uh, Dustin Norris, he also helped me a little bit on the arrangement mm-hmm. for one of the songs that I wrote. And then there's an instrumental on there that I wrote uh, just by myself. Um but the others haven't. We haven't gotten into. Hopefully, on the next album, um, I don't know how much songwriting they've done. We haven't really touched on that too much. Yeah. Um, and the other songs have come from from other writers. But as far as the arrangements and everything, once we get the songs, it's it's all together as a band. We all sit down with the music and we try some different things out, and everybody kind of puts their input in and what they think of. Sure. You know how it should go. Okay. So, and is this one going to be uh, another EP, or is this going to be a, f- uh, a full count CD for you? No, this is going to be a full CD, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. So if uh, folks want to hear hear the, uh, if they want to get a copy of the EP that you have out, or they want to want to hear some of the stuff that you're doing, or they want to talk to you about your banjo, how, how's the best way to get in touch with you? Well, we've got um, a Facebook page, Wilson Banjo Company. Um, we also have WilsonBanjoCompany.com, which is a website of ours. And then my wife has uh, Wilson Pickens Promotions. We're also uh, listed under her her promotions company. Yeah, cool. Um, so any any of those ways they can they can get in touch. They can there'll be phone numbers and you know ways to get in touch with us. And they can talk to us about music or banjos or just hey how you doing doesn't matter. Or build or building a house, right? <laughs> Or building a house. There you go. <laughs> exactly. We'll get that in there for you, too. <laughs> well, thanks, Just Steve. real quick, while we're, while we're talking about yeah. uh, the band, I wanted to give you a, give you who all's, who all's involved. Absolutely. Please do, yeah. Um, Joey Newton out of Pickens, South Carolina. Um, he's playing guitar and, and uh, vocals. And he also plays uh, banjo and fiddle. And on the album, he's going to be playing banjo on one of the tracks. And he's going to be playing twin fiddles with our fiddle player cool. on one of the tracks. Okay. And uh, just really talented musician, great friend of mine. Uh, we've got Brandon Couch on mandolin. He's out of Piedmont, South Carolina. Um, he's uh, a pastor at his church, and he's also a chief project manager for South Carolina DOT. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of his day job. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, also a very talented musician and and a great vocalist. Uh, we've got Sarah Logan, and she's uh, a student at ETSU. Yeah. Under their bluegrass majoring in their bluegrass yeah, program. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, and a great fiddle player, great singer, and uh, really good, really good kid. She's doing such a good job. She was raised in Maine, so she's down here from from up in Maine. Um, we've got uh, Nathaniel Barnett. He's from uh, Gallonsville, South Carolina. Okay. And he's playing he's playing bass for us right now. I actually met him about three years ago. He's playing dobro. Hmm. And uh, he's a great dobro player, great singer. And uh, 
I told him, I said, well, I need a bass player. He said, well, I'll just come blow the bass for you. And I said, okay, let's go up. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Love that. So he's going to play some bass, and yeah. there's a few songs where I'm going to switch to bass, and he's going to go play some dobro, and we're going to kind of switch it up a little bit. Awesome. But another great musician, great guy. Yeah, good. Cool. Well, thanks, Steve. Thanks I, I appreciate you uh, 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 chatting with us today and, and uh, letting us Absolutely. in on what you guys are up to, and uh, we wish you the best. Oh, I appreciate that. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of the Inside Track. We sure do appreciate you sticking around. Join us again real soon when we get together with another great artist and talking about their music. Have a great day. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.